Andy Media. Oh, well, I'm very confident of them two issues, um, uh, Alex. And I'm very confident on that. We've debated that at the uh, executive a number of occasions, and it is in the party platform. Uh, so I've got no doubts that will happen. Mate. You've made some pretty pretty strong remarks about the resources and support the MUA and other unions have provided Mark McGowan in winning the election. Some 200 MUA members, for instance, were volunteers on the polling booths and that really there ought to be some quid pro quo there that the Labor Party owes the union movement for the support it's given it. Could you expand on those uh, comments? What does McGowan need to do to, I guess, uh, give back to the union movement? Yeah, look, my view is quite clearly this, and in, uh, in, in respect to them remarks, firstly, I'm a trade unionist, um, and I represent the Maritime Union, so my comments are on behalf of the Maritime Union, but I will say quite clearly that it, it is seen, seen quite clearly that um, the trade union movements and others, you know, the communities as well play them, but the trade union movement specifically played a major role in getting the an ALP government into office. Um, and not only just in the run-up to the election, I'm talking about for the last four or five years where unions have come on board and haven't been squabbling too much. We had some great campaigns where um, Mark McGowan and others could go forward on, i.e. Western Power, Fremantle Port, and penalty rates, not selling assets off, privatisation, foreign uh, exploited labour coming in at lower rates of pay than Australians, guaranteeing Australian jobs first. I mean, it's, you know, if you couldn't win with them, and there's something wrong with us and uh, with them issues. And I've got to say, now's the time for delivery. And, and I've always said that when the Liberal Party get in, and you'll remember back yourself when Kira got in and others, um, they uh, done everything for their masters. It was uh, the big end of town. And so you see seeing now, um, Mark McGowan with, you know, somewhere in the region, you know, some 20% swings in some of the bids. i got to say, it's an annihilation. Um, we've smashed it. And that means the whole trade union movement have played their role. Um, and I, I'm not forgetting other people. There's plenty of other people there. But if you go into that executive, um, you know, and we have them... Uh, you know, once a quarter or whatever it is. If you took every trade union and started there, there'd be no one in there, I'm afraid. Now, Mark McGowan, of course, recognises that the state has a huge debt crisis or so-called debt crisis, uh, $40 billion. And we've seen the WA Chamber of Commerce and Industry come out today and say that uh, McGowan should still push for a privatisation agenda despite his promise uh, you know, not to privatise Western Power. What are your comments on the state debt situation? Do you think that's going to affect jobs in the state, that McGowan's going to be forced to make decisions to cut the public sector that will affect working class people? Oh, hopefully not. My view is um, the resource sector that's been booming um, and the oil and gas sector that's been booming for years and years and years through the booms in West Australia should pay for that should pay for roads, should pay for hospitals, schools, um, and, you know, they should pay their fair share in tax and, and resource tax. Now, that will be a debate in the, in the ALP for sure. But my view quite clearly is it shouldn't be left to the average punter who pays taxes every week um, to prop up, uh, you know, the debt that the Liberals have left us in. And if you have a look at it, I haven't seen one um, poor offshore oil and gas company or, you know, resource companies. Have a look at them. BHP, Rio Tinto, 
you know, um, Chevron. I mean, look, at Chevron hasn't paid any tax in this country since they've been here. You know, it's an absolute disgrace. And now it's our turn, it's the Labour's turn to put them, them things right. And uh, if he does come out strongly, I'd like to see him come out very strongly in this, and support, um, um, you know, these oil and gas majors and resource companies paying their share, fair share of tax. And that would then give people, you know, the confidence to say uh, going forward um, that he's serious about getting rid of the debt. The Western Australian economy is not officially in a recession, but of course we've seen a major downturn in the resource sector. Many working class people have suffered and have credit card debts uh, in, to the eyeballs. I mean, what sort of challenges does the current economic environment present for the union movement? We know McGowan's talked about the need to diversify the economy, to put more money into apprenticeships and so on, putting WA jobs first. What sort of challenges do you think the current economic environment presents for the union movement? Well, it's, it's a massive challenge, you know. Um, the way this uh, state has been left is absolutely diabolical in respect of where it's gone, where it's come from and where it is now. Um, you know, $40 billion in debt by 2020 is ridiculous. And um, for, for the state that is, you know, four or five years ago was in boom times. And that's why I'm saying, you know, McGowan's got to think seriously firstly. You know, he needs to scrap uh, bringing in boilermakers, welders, fitters, and, and that, um, the register they have. That needs to go uh, straight away tomorrow. should be scrapped. Electricians, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, they should be opening up and giving the work. I mean, I was listening to um, other people from other years talking about a bridge getting built over there. It was built in Malaysia, and they're floating it in here. And all the wells are breaking and everything else. It's not the best situation. But it was Barnett that uh, gave that contract overseas when it could quite clearly have been done here. Down in Quinana, we're seeing workshops closed down. We're seeing unemployment reach somewhere around 20% of youth. You know, we've got to give these kids a job and apprenticeship, and that's what McGowan's challenge is. Uh, and I'll fully support them, and I think um, the blue-collar unions and, and the union movement would support that, and the ALP. It is a platform. It is on the platform. He's just got to go on and act it. And if you upset some at the big end of town, too bad. And finally, Chris Kane, how much of a honeymoon period will you give uh, McGowan and the union movement generally give McGowan? I imagine that from your point of view, it's a question of keeping the new Premier accountable. And if he doesn't deliver on his promises, it has to be held to account by the union movement for that. So what point will you put the new government uh, on notice if it doesn't uh, deliver on its promises? Oh, well, my view, and it always has been, you know, um, you debate the uh, platform. His job now, after all the hard work's been done over the last four or five years, is to go and enact it. Um, and quite clearly, if it hasn't enacted, um, or it's moved outside of the platform, what we've all voted on, then there'll be some major debate within the uh, executive of the ALP and surely admin. Um, firstly, though, I'd like to congratulate him. Um, you know, it is a, a tremendous win. It is something that's never been seen on the west coast of Australia. But the magnitude of that win, all I'm saying is the ASU, the ETU, through Western Power, the trade union movement, you know, the MUA, the blue-collar unions, the uh, you know, all of them, United Voice, the lot, all played major roles in getting, a, um, you know, Mark McGowan elected. And all we're asking for 
is to deliver what he said he was going to do. And I think that's a good thing. Let's see how he goes.